Hey there, and welcome to the Bestie Nation. We're excited for you, and we hope that this podcast will help you grow, optimize your 24 hours in a day, and help you live elevated. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go. Hey, 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 guys. What's up? I am Adler, and this is your boy, Finn, and this up? is Best You Nation. Finn, how is 2021 treating you so far? So far, Adler, 2021 has offered a great opportunity to go ahead and get back into the gym after a few weeks of just really recovering um, and being able to just take some time to let my lungs get better. So I'm back in the gym. It's been fantastic. I worked out. It was great. I went to a yoga class, and I've done that. It's just been awesome, man. It's just the goal-setting time right now, just kind of contemplating on what we're going to accomplish this year with the podcast, what I'm going to be doing individually um, with my school, with my finances, as we talked about in our previous episode. So really, man, just, just getting started, honestly, and I'm excited. I'm thrilled about what we're getting ready to do with this season. Um, and hey man this is this is 2021 how about you that's i mean it's been pretty good man uh so like i just started well not just started back in gym but but more so i'm making a more conscious effort to like increase the cardio um i'm kind of doing like a uh a 30 day challenge for myself uh just to kind of you know get myself back into it you know i thanksgiving was great and it was about like a month and a half ago and you know i enjoyed myself and i pretty much enjoyed all of december a little bit too much and so now it's kind of like all right getting back into the swing of things and i think that like one of the things that like for 2021 i'm thinking of you know change your body that helps change your mind and once you change your mind that helps change your spirits and that's reversible vice versa so meaning if you take care of the body then your mindset will change and then your spirit will change if you take care of the spirit, then your mind will change and you the way you think about your body and treat your body in terms of diet, food, exercise, all that, you'll change your body. It's interchangeable. And 2021 just is reminding me that everything's full circle. You, ha- you have to have a little bit of balance, but it's all comes in full circle, getting back into the swing of things. And that's just kind of like what, what I'm attempting to do. And, um, you know, I... I, I urge every single person like you know 2020 was it was it was rough rough for a lot of people like we didn't meet a lot of goals and you know i've i've had discussions because you know me i love talking about goals goals are the most like goals give hope goals are the reason why we look up into the sky and we can see this like the stars and everything and we're just like man i'm fascinated because there was somebody out there that said hey you know what that's orion's belt hey that's ursa minor that's ursa major there was somebody that went out there to you know, motivated enough to go out into the stars and see these things and map them out. Um, you know, we put a man on the moon, so so on and so forth. Like goals allow you to dream and to dream big. And I have a lot of people that I talk to about goals. I'm like, hey, what's your goals? What's your goals? What's your goals? One of my um, friends, you know, she was mentioning, she was like, well, I don't really create goals like, like that because, you know, I get disappointed when they don't, they don't happen. Is if for, if that and the other happens, um, I failed and then I just get really disappointed. 
Well, and I was like, you know, hey, look, I completely understand where you're coming from. Now, let me counter you with the fact that, hey, when people talk about success, they don't highlight the amount of effort and consistency that comes with it, right? And I think that, you know, we've talked about this as well. When something doesn't work out as planned, there's a, 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 a stage, like a formula that you kind of need in order to get back on track. So you get off track, you replan, you retool, and you go. You plan, you retool, and you go. And those of you that didn't hear it the first two times, you replan when your goal does not go successfully. You retool by getting all the equipment and things that you need in line and in place in order for you to be successful. And then you go, you take that first step. Because at the end of the day, the only time success comes before work is in the dictionary. And we're striving to be the best versions of ourselves. It's 2021. Finn, we have hope. That's right. And we also have a lot more in store, which we'll talk about at the end of this episode to get you guys hyped, get you guys started off and get you guys moving and grooving because guys, 2021 is the year, right? Everyone keeps talking about, everyone kept talking about 2020. Obviously the global pandemic took place and a lot of us put our goals in a box and stored it off on a shelf. And I actually talked about this multiple times in my book, uh, which by the way, is, is a huge, huge thing that I'm working on this year. It's called, this is me. But I talk about um, a concept of being vulnerable, letting go and forgiving. Right. And this is a year in which you can find that if you are willing to go out and look for it, but it starts right with yourself. Like you and I, Adler and I, we all have our own personal things. We stuck in this box, taped up, wrapped up, stapled, super glued, hot glued, gorilla glued, and put it on a shelf to never look at again. All of that. Yes. The problem is, is that no matter how far you put that box of things that you are trying to avoid, it's slowing you down from moving forward and becoming successful. So, I love how you keep showing the box. I love it. Good, perfect prop. Perfect prop. There, it's with- time that you and I, and every single one of you who listen to the show, this is your first time, welcome. You need to go back and check out every episode up to now. I guarantee you, you will love it. Go subscribe to it. Share with your friends. Listen to us weekly. From this point on, guarantee you're going to love us. Click on our faces. We're here for you. But it is important that you and I, Adler, and every other person out there, you start to unpack this box. Face those fears face those moments because we put them on a shelf because we try to avoid them but i'm telling you right now no successful person wants to delay their growth no successful person wants to be delayed in the dream that they have so what do you do you do something about it so today we're going to be talking about something that is crucial is super important to every single person's development growth the road to success. prosperity and the road exactly stole right out of my mouth the road to success so so i'm happy that Tyler, i have uh, what's that no no, no go I'm ahead sorry. i was gonna say i have a thought-provoking question for you okay what's up when we experience movement right we've talked about promotion in the last i believe in the last episode right yeah. how have you 
in 2020, taking what you've already been through, have taken the step already in the few days we're in 2021 to gather your thoughts and get ready to push through this year? I just want to, it's a, it's probably a very off topic question, but I want to know what have you already done to get ready to get started? Even with everything behind you, knowing what 2020 may or 2021 may offer you, what have you done already to get started for this year? Well, all right. For those of you that cannot see um, what's going on, I'm actually holding a box and this box I'm actually pretty curious what's inside that box, to be honest. Actually, a journal. Hey, I like that. Right? And it also comes with a pretty sweet bookmark. I need to get one. So, Where did you get that? It was a gift for my uh, birthday. Okay. And I busted it out this year. And in order to get myself my mind right for 2021 to keep focused, and to like keep my on the goal. I wrote down said goals and plans in this journal. And that's the step that I've taken. And I've come up with a plan. I've I've come up with a plan. I wrote it down. And now I'm gathering all the items and things that I need in order to retool and then go. So there's going to be multiple steps I got to take. A lot, a lot of them largely have to do with finances, but I know exactly how I need to do it and the fastest route I need to do. The next thing I just got to do is just actually put in the work. Just execute. So that's it. That's really, that's really what it is. Hashtag execute. Exactly. Hey, I love it, man. I love the fact that the proactiveness that you have. We talked about this. Actually, is one of the things that I was really – really emphasizing for this year is something that I think you and I both have in common is really being proactive with our goal setting, our dreams and aspirations. And I'm not just talking about bullet points, one, two, three, and four. I'm talking about one, A, B, C, two, A, B, C, three, get nitty gritty with your goals. Know exactly what you want to do, jump on it, but be Descriptive. I think this kind of goes back to one of the episodes we did a couple months ago, which was about law of attraction and psycho-cybernetics, where we really focused on that. But with all that being said, Adler, what are we talking about today? I, I, I know we're just excited and thrilled about 2021 and what everybody is getting ready to experience with this podcast and just the, just the culture of the Best You Nation. That's what I feel like is going to brew from 2021 or spilling over or spill over from 2020 into 2021. We're about to brew a culture and I'm excited for this culture. But what are we talking about today oh. that is just going to blow everybody's mind? Like, so, uh, we, we, you, it's easy to look at successful people like Conor McGregor or uh, Elon uh, Musk, Elon Musk, uh, Steve Jobs, uh, um, Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, even um, you know Ben Foster, yeah, Ben Foster, Adler. Yeah. Hey, oh, exactly. <laughs> these people, sensational people. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's one. That's I love also. I'll be back. You can look at all these people and on their journey to success, you have to realize that they 
even though that they they themselves are a, a successful entity that they needed somebody or they got help along the way in order to get there so you know at any point in time and it could be the smallest you know the smallest you know piece of help or smallest gesture or um things that just seem like they seem minuscule to to most people but it's a huge thing on your journey to success and you know you know for example um when i was in nursing school right um i ran into um so i i would take 417 which uh, for those of you that don't live here in florida that's a toll road and i would take this toll every single day to get to school and i i would go to school like four or five times uh, a week and i'd have to pass this toll road it t- it costs 225 there and 225 back so on every day i'm spending just, and it's not even counting gas or adding mileage onto onto the car $5 just to get to school every single time right um if i want to take the local way i just have to add like another 30 minutes to my my commute or you know whatever the case may be so i have i have i at this point in my life i have gone through this toll so many times that the lady which used to take my money for the toll her and i kind of you know became you know chummy you know like we 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 talked you know it's just like hey how are you doing and start off with like some very superficial stuff and you know i think for the 18 months 2 years that i spent going back and forth um on that toll road i was able to learn more about her like she's got a family she's got grandkids um she you know was able to learn about me i'm in school and you know asked about my mom my dad we got became chummy and one day I'm on my way to class and I do not have enough money to pay this toll. And she looked at me and she just kind of was just like, "Okay. Look both ways. How much money do you have? Like how much you got?" I was like, "Uh, I got like I got like four quarters." So I'm like, you know, five quarters short. And she said, "Okay." So she, you know, pulls out her little like, you know, cute little uh purse thingy and she's going through and just All right, she pulls out a dollar cash and then she's looking through it and she grabs like um a dime and a nickel and she said, "Okay. Uh two dimes and a nickel." And she's like, "All right, here. I'm going to pay for the rest of it." And she didn't realize how big that was to her. It's just like, "All right, you know, he he's a kid that I've seen like countless time, cute kid, whatever. I'm just going to help him out because, you know, yeah, it's it's a dollar 25 I'm missing out." but that dollar 25 allowed me to get to my class on time and for those of you that know about when you're in your program you only have x amount of tardy days and absences you can actually really have before you either get expelled or you lose a letter grade in your class so it was huge and she hooked me up and she let me like go through and, and she could have easily just been like hey they're going to send you something in the mail you'll just pay it later easily but she what she just took a very small random act of kindness and that's something that i will always take with me everywhere i go just realizing how impactful uh, the smallest act of kindness can be for somebody it's powerful man that's really powerful i mean that's it's I, one of my favorite lines i like to say it's just the small things in life i think that what in that situation that you're in you know i think we 
don't even think about it, but a dollar twenty-five is like it's like nothing. But that dollar twenty-five was able to get you to class that day. Uh, if you, what if you didn't? What if you were late to class? You would have got a tardy. It would have added to your, you know, your possible expulsion or a, uh, you know, letter grade drop. So, yeah, I think that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad that you were able to get through those tolls and were able to get through that day and establish that relationship with that toll, um, I guess, toll lady so that yeah. you were able to get to where you needed to go because she saw that's what you wanted to do. She believed in you and she saw, you know, this is a guy who wants to go to school and it's, let me just do something for him. And um, on multiple occasions, I'm going to call you out. You've, you've done the same for other people. You've including myself. You have been able to bless others. And I think that's something that, you know, you, the Bible even talks about, you reap what you sow. That lady did something phenomenal for you. It got you to where you are today and you give back, whether it be a little token of finances or a token of inspiration or a token of love or just the time that you spend with people. You know, it all comes back to you. And that's really why interpersonal relationships are so crucial because when you're connected with people that love and connect with people who are there in your corner, pushing you to be better, believing you to be the person you're supposed to be, reminding you that this is what you're on this earth to do. Accountability is so crucial. So, you know, it brings me to an understanding of kind of, yeah. One of the experiences I've actually had, this actually happened this past year. Mm -hmm. uh, I was working for an ambulance company. And prior to that, I had been working in transport at the hospital. And it had been, that's my longest job I ever held. Two years, like I think almost a full two years. And yeah. I was pushing to become an assistant supervisor. That's where I was really pushing to be. I was a lead and I pushed to be a su assistant supervisor. It didn't work out as I wanted to, which is okay. The timing wasn't right or maybe the timing wasn't meant for me to be that. It's practice being an EMT. So I left per diem. So I had an opportunity to come back if I needed to or work my shifts, whatever the case may be. But ultimately, long story short, I was miserable with where I was working at that time. Just in that 37-day time frame, I was miserable. I was unhappy. I didn't like the culture. I didn't like what was going on. And it wasn't even really about that. It was just that I wasn't happy with what I was doing. It wasn't what I had expected. It was kind of like... I thought it was going to be more. I thought I, I just didn't know what I was walking into. Yes. It taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about dealing with people. It taught me how to think outside the box. It made me better as an EMT, but it also taught me what I didn't really enjoy, which leads me to this major part of my journey last year, in the beginning of this year. As a matter of fact, around this time, I returned back from Germany uh, on my trip that I did. And I, needed a job and I went back to the hospital, went to the emergency room and spoke to the man, our, our manager and our director. And I said, listen, guys, I really, really, really need a job. I need an opportunity here. I don't know what I need to do. I'll send you all the paperwork, anything that you need from me. I'll submit it to you guys, get it done. When can I start? If there's an opportunity and they opened the door and I didn't think, I mean, I didn't, it's not that I doubted it, but I wasn't there to with the like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. It was more of a, I'm just hoping that there's going to be an open door for me to walk through. So long story short, so I was, yeah. what's that? I said, you're more so grateful of, for the opportunity. Correct. Yeah. And so just like you, 
with a small act of kindness and just the simple, I see this guy is going to school to become a nurse. Let me help him out. Well, I shared my goals and I shared my dreams and I shared my like why as, as to returning and they heard me out and they sent me an email later on that day saying, we have a job opportunity for you. That's because I shared with them what I was going for and it's somebody believed in me. They saw, hey, this guy wants to work in our ER. Okay, sweet. But it's because I wanted to transition and grow within the healthcare industry. Mm-hmm. And just like you, the simple things, they're, let me tell you, they don't have a lot of EMTs. They don't hire a lot of EMTs anymore for the emergency room just because we're limited to what we can do. And so for them to open that door, I was very grateful. I'm so grateful. I sent them a very nice email at the end of, uh, of the week, two weeks ago, uh, just sharing with them my gratitude for them because I am where I am today. I am able to go to school and become a nurse because people invested in me. People are believing in me. People see this guy is going to go forward. So I know that's kind of a weird story, but at the same time, it's very crucial to success because had I not been in the emergency room working, I don't know where I would be. Would I have been wanted to be, would I have wanted to be a nurse? Would I have wanted to go forward in the healthcare industry? Would I have been starting school? See, and I, I, the, the amazing part is like, it's not like you know, your journey is not written yet. Like you're still, you're still writing it, you know, you know, letter by letter, just like in, you know, um, you know, the journal, right? You know, going back to the journal, just like in your journal, you're still writing, you know, word by word, letter by letter, your journey's still not finished, but you will get there. And when you, when you have a chance, like once you finally cross that finish line, you kind of get a chance to kind of like, you know, look back and you're just like, man, I remember this. And, you know, because of this, you guys gave me the opportunity that I needed in order to be where I'm at today. And I, I think that like, um, it's important to realize that you need people, but you also need to know the difference, right? And this is me playing devil's advocate, right? You need people in order to be successful, to either motivate you, push you, help you out, whatever the case may be. But being a, the devil's advocate is you also got to recall and remember that just because somebody doesn't see your vision or see your dream doesn't mean that you necessarily have to listen or follow them. Yeah, you can you can definitely use. Um, I guess the word that I'm looking for is discernment. You have to have discernment. Discernment in, in terms of know the difference between somebody who's there to motivate you, help you, push you, guide you, lead you, and know the difference between you know hatefulness, you know uh, disbelief, um, saying that something is impossible, you can never do it because you know people have a habit of placing you in a box of what they think you are capable and what you're not capable of doing. And at the end of the day, only you can decide what you are capable of and not capable of doing. You cannot allow someone's perception of you to become your reality. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people refuse to set goals. They refuse to set goals because they're afraid of, oh, okay, well, I don't wanna fail and then get disappointed. At the end of the day, people are rooting for you or rooting against you anyway, right? So if you don't do it, then you're just doing exactly what they do. You just prove them right. You just prove that 
yes, you're not capable or no, this guy obviously was never going to make it. So you'll, you've given, you've given them the power. You become a slave to, um, what's the best way of saying this? You've become a slave, uh, to what their belief or perception is of you. Exactly. And you got to shed that. And it's important. Like if you see a dream, like if you share something with me and you say, Hey, I see this dream and I feel this way about this. Who am I to tell you, no, bro, you can't do that. No, my job, especially, you know, you being my friend, you say, hey, this is exactly what I see myself doing. And this is exactly what the, the place I want to end up. Then my job as your friend, you know, person that uh, I believe in, hey, you know what? If that's the direction you want to go, then by any means, you're going to get there. And there's nobody who's going to stop you because what God has meant for you. Nobody can take away from you. Nobody can take what's what was designed and meant for you. Like people have this idea of, man, that should have been me. That could have been us. That could have, ah, forget about all that stuff. Because what God's got planned for you and stored for you, can't nobody take, can't nobody replace. There is nothing anybody can do to take your blessing. Your blessing is your blessing, period. It's addressed to you. It's signed to you. It's like getting something in the mail. If it says Stephen Finn Foster, on the mail, then it's yours. I can't open it. It's not mine. That's illegal. It's yours. And if there's a check that says in the mail, hey, address to Stephen Finn Foster, I can't cash that out of my bank. Want to know why? Because I'm not Stephen Finn Foster. It's the same concept. What is meant for you, what is designed for you, will ultimately, inevitably come to you. You don't have to worry about other missed opportunities. There will always be other opportunities, and you just have to be smart enough to take them when they present themselves. I love that. And you're absolutely right. And you saying that brings me to a point. And it's actually something that uh, Lyo too says, care about people's approval and you will be the prisoner. People who have been successful, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was ridiculed for the, the fact that he was in his garage creating Mac and building up the ios and the mac ios software and now we all have and look what we carry around these iphones you know and iWatches and all this other stuff like but it says here that the most there's something that every successful person has in common and that is the uncanny ability to cancel out the noise okay to cancel out the noise and that part right there is exclusive because believe it or not, just like you were saying about with God, God gives us and has already written our story, has already given us everything that we want and we're going to meet, but it comes with time and we have to, like you said, discernment, you have to be willing and able to say, well, this guy says this, or this guy says that it's easy it's easy when people can tell you, no, hey, don't do this, or hey, don't do that. You get to a point when you realize you go against the grain. So. Well, and hey, and I, I, I love that, like, just to add to your point, um, you kind of have to go against the grain sometimes. And that's just, like, even, uh, sorry, there's a little bit of ice maker. Just give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you you have to go against the grain, and I think that that's like 
you can't allow um, just I mean just building on the same thing. You really just can't allow somebody's perception of you becoming reality. You, you like it's if you're expected to fail anyways, then you might as well shoot. You might as well take a shot because you know at the end of the day. Um, what do, you, what do you lose? Do you lose like a piece of yourself? No, you don't lose like a piece of yourself. You gain, like you gain everything, but you just have to be willing to take that step. I love talking about like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger is like one of the, you know, like yeah, I he's motivating to me because you know he, you know, Mr. Olympia. He's the hugest guy, really buff, really jacked, and he was doing it at in the in, back in the day where it's not it's not natural. It wasn't normal, perceived normal. And he's you know, considered the greatest Olympian of all time. He's considered the greatest Olympian of all time. Um, and um, he's, he, uh, that opened doors and opportunities for him to start acting. However, he, and he just like, he started opening up more about this um, just recently. Um, the doors for acting actually um, opened up after he got with his agent. His agent was like, hey, I found you this job. I found you this job. And he was like, look, I'm not going to take these small roles just to try to get a jump start. I'm going to take the fastest route from point A to point B to get exactly where I want to go. I'm a leading man. I believe I'm a leading man. So you'll find me a leading man role. And, you know, he had a lot of people, naysayers say, hey, you know what? We, with that heavy Austrian accent, there is absolutely no way in heck that you'll be able to, um, you know, be casted because you have that, that, that thick accent. Nobody will understand you. Your name is so hard to pronounce. Like, who would want to cast you? Like, think about your name being on a screen. Like, nobody wants that. And he heard all these different things. But that same level of intensity that he took with bodybuilding, he put it in towards, you know, learning the English language. And he became pretty fluent. He still has an accent, but you know what? We all understand exactly what he's trying to say. And, you know, I think the the biggest thing is he blocked out all the, the claims that this is impossible. You can't do this. You, you'll never reach this. And he focused on his goal. He went from being the Mr. Olympian. Think about this. The bodybuilding champion of the world to the former governor of California. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of there's a gap between like what he did uh, as an Olympian uh, bodybuilder to getting to the Republican uh, governor. Hello, I'm going to run the country. Yeah, that's like, that's probably the worst Arnold Schwarzenegger. Accent. That was really bad. But hey, it's okay. I tried. I am Arnold. I am yeah. great and big. <laughs> That's better. Is that Russian? Is that? <laughs> no, this is an Austrian accent. <laughs> I'm not even sure. I'm the Terminator, and I come back. Uh, oh my gosh! That okay. was good. No, I, I, well, oh. you could you could do better. I feel like there's this this you could do a little bit better. I am the Terminator, and I come back. Oh. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Hey, like, you know what? What I'll do is I'm going to do an Instagram story and I'll do the video and we'll do a little poll. We'll just see. We'll see what the people say. That's fine. We can, we can do this. And let's, they, As a matter of fact, I challenge you to do Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice as well. Me? That's yes. That's, that's easy for me, though. I, I oh, wow. That sounds that sounds like a challenge. I am right Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am the greatest Olympian man of all time. Yeah, I know, right? I just, I know. Yeah. 
compared to what you just said. It's easy for me because I've done it before. Like, I've, I, it's, it's just kind of like the wheelhouse. Like, I've practiced that one many times because I just thought, like, ah, are you my Anud? Okay, okay. You know what? Ah, oh, I'm thin and I'm going to have to figure it out. Let's get back on topic. <laughs> Listen, there's something I want to talk about. And this is kind of a, one of my last points that I want to share with you. And this yes. is called, it's called EP. It's called Enthusiastic Participation. Yes. Across the entire map of any successful person, the walk of success, right? The, the journey to success. People are going to be in and out of your life, helping you, pushing you, believing in you, anchoring you, the whole nine yards. You need you to be strong. You got to understand your enthusiasm is not or should not be equal to the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm of other people in the around part of you. When I say this, I don't mean that to be negative. What I'm talking about is successful people. Elon Musk. I was reading something the other day about Elon Musk. And interesting enough, the man does not have a degree in aeronautical space engineering at all. But who's leading SpaceX and teamed up with NASA? Elon Musk. Elon Musk read books day in, day out. He even says, and I love this. I love this point that he says. I really enjoy reading Elon Musk stuff because it's just the, the stuff that he says and the things that he simply puts into like understanding he says i didn't have an engineering or a aeronautical engineering degree but i have read books day in and day out and i also have a fantastic team elon musk's uh perception of success is it's not about the degree it's not about just whatever you only understand by going to school and educating yourself you need more than just a degree guys i'm not saying that to say that don't go to school but successful people will tell you it's the people you know. It's the interpersonal relationships that move you. It's the team. It's the There's team. no I in team. When I was in basic training, that was something that they taught us from day one. You guys are not going to be able to make these beds alone. Real quick, share a real story. This is a real story. This is actually pretty legit. We didn't listen to our MTIs. They're like, hey. Just want to let you know, you guys are not going to be able to make these beds alone. We had 15 minutes to be out of bed, in uniform, shaved, and ready to be downstairs for taps at 0600, which, by the way, is 6 o'clock in the morning. So we would still make our beds by ourselves because it's like, why would we need two guys to make one bed when there are 60 of us? Let's just knock it out that way. We got a new one ripped because we all try to make our own beds, and they were not up to par or to standard according to our MTI. It took us two weeks to figure out that you need your team to accomplish a goal. At the end of the day, though, if your bed wasn't made, perfect lesson. You, the team wasn't yelled at. You were yelled at. So the team was needed to make sure each bed was ready. But at the end of the day, you were yelled at or given some kind of duty if your own personal bed because you're the one that has to sleep in it. So it was your job to make sure that your bed was perfect and make sure your neighbor's bed was perfect and your other neighbor's bed was perfect as a team. So my last thing I just want to say is being enthusiastic and coming back, kind of drifting back to this point, 
enthusiastic participation is the key to success because in order for you to grow, you've got to be more enthusiastic about what you want to do. Adler cannot be more enthusiastic about me becoming a nurse if I'm not enthusiastic about becoming a nurse. Adler cannot be more enthusiastic about my book if I'm not enthusiastic about my book. It's kind of like people are not going to pour out more into what you're doing if you're not pouring anything into what you're wanting to do. And that is why interpersonal relationships are so crucial and so important because honestly, why did I, I started this podcast. I started a podcast prior to the best you nation alone. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It wasn't that great. I had a couple of viewers, like five and better than zero, but it wasn't going to work alone. That was already set in the stone. God already made that clear and plain because the amount of times I sat with Adler and said, Adler, I think it's going to be you and me. Adler, I think it's going to be you and me. And I just, I kept saying, kept thinking, and here we are a year later. What are we doing? Podcasting. Yes. So interpersonal relationships, guys. I'm Fiend and I'm back. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. All right, I'm going to work on this one. I got a lot of other impressions that I can do, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want to upset anybody, but there's some other impressions that I can do. Yeah. And, uh, we are going to definitely have to do an Instagram poll. You and I both on, on our on our Instagram page. It's gonna happen. Whatever you want to do, it's it's cool. Um, but let me let me just close out, like just just to finish up. Um, yeah, we'll, go for it. So we okay. You've discussed about it. Like I, I've I've said that you need discernment. Yes, you need people in order to be successful, but you also have to use discernment and when when to listen to who. Okay. You can have people that believe in you, but you can't also like just fully 100% just go on their belief because you still got to put in the work. You still got to put in the time, the effort, the the blood, the sweat, the tears, the things that nobody else will see. You have to do the work. They can believe in you all you want, but unless you do the work, it means nothing. And you have somebody say, hey, I don't think you can do this. I don't think you can do this. At the end of the day, it does not mean it does not matter what that person thinks. If they don't see the vision or line up with what you're seeing, that, that's neither here nor there. As long as you still see it, you remain focused, you will achieve exactly what you set out to be. And last but not least, and this is the other side of the interpersonal relationships, but I think it's probably the most essential, most important aspect of it. Those interpersonal relationships give you a reason they are the why you're doing this you know they are the reason why you can skip a lunch and not have um, anything to eat for 24 hours the reason why you wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning just to get a head start so that way you can be successful the reason why you work over 60 hours per week just so you can provide they are the lifeblood of the core the root of what you're doing the reason why you're doing it, they are the reason why. They are tethered to it. And so ne next time you think about like you have a goal and you tether people that you love, attach that goal, you're less likely to want to quit or give up because you're just saying, hey, I need this more than anything because this person that I love, I care about is attached to this. And I'm doing this for them. I'm not doing this for me because if it was up for me. I would have give up two days ago. But because I know it's for them and it's for their, their future, our future, 
I gotta focus. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta run like I've never ran before. I gotta work like I've never worked before. I gotta be the first one in the door, the last one out the door. I have to set myself apart from everyone else because I'm doing this for someone else. I'm not doing this for me. And that's something that's key. Yeah, you can have friends that say, hey, I believe in you. Maybe you can have a friend that wants to invest in you. But I think the most important thing is why you're doing what you're doing. Those interpersonal relationships are going to be essential to obtaining that success. I know men that work 70 to 80 hours a week just to make things work for their families. I know somebody who um, he had a goal of <clears throat> a whole different goal. But he took a different position because he said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do for my family. And this is going to financially keep them capable while allowing his wife to pursue her dream. Obviously, marriage, you and I have no concept of marriage. But from my understanding, what it takes for a good marriage is this give and take. And this person I know, he sacrificed a little bit so that way he could set up his wife. Because I asked, I was like, man, working that many hours is just, it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. I, there's no way, I can't fathom it. I don't understand. Why would you do that? That just seems like it's stupid. And he said, well, you got to understand. My wife has something that she's setting up and I need her to focus on that instead of worrying about bringing food on the table. If I take care of that, that allows her to focus 100% and exactly what she needs to focus on. And at that point, I was like, whoa, I didn't even realize that. I didn't, I didn't even, I could not understand that concept until, because I'm thinking, oh man, your body's tired, you're fatigued, you don't even get a chance to sit down, you, you miss all the basketball games, like what do you get a chance to do? And he's like, no, no, it's not about me. I need to make sure that my, my two kids eat. I need to make sure that my wife gets to focus on what she's going to focus on because I love her and what she believes in, I believe in as well. And that right there was probably the most eye-opening thing that I heard in all 2020. And I said, you know what? You need people in order to accomplish your goals. But I think that you need people in a way that not many people understand. You need people as a way of keeping you on track. Not people to like, hey, you go, buddy. You can do it. You know, people who's cheering you on. You need people to. You, know, you don't need cheerleaders. You need people who are accountability partners. You need people who are going to not let you choose to fall. Because... So, Again, we are our best critic. We will fall because we are human. We <clears throat> we'd rather not be uncomfortable. But when you have people who don't say, "Oh, come on, got this," word of encouragement is great. You know, that's I think that that's phenomenal. Cheering someone on is great. Always but who's pushing you to be better? I mean, I can tell you right now, looking back, and if you see the face that I'm making, and the the first thing that came to my mind is running up that mountain or that hill with you in Georgia. And oh. it was <laughs> you gotta, it, you gotta get but that but that was you were going, Yay, you did it. Good job, you're staying pace with me. Woohoo. No, you said, Oh, okay, you're you're okay. staying with pace with me, great. I'm gonna start running a little faster. And so that pushed me to go, Oh crud, now I gotta run faster too. But guess what? I stayed with you and I finished, even though you made it harder for me. I'm out. First of all, put context. You might give me sound like a, a jerk in this situation. No, 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 no. I'm not making, no, it's not about being a jerk. This is about people understanding okay. that you are just going, yay. Like anyway. Shaker Baraka is going, whoo-hoo, you stayed at pace with me. Right. No, and you then, said, oh, good. I'm glad you stayed at pace with me. I just need to go faster so that you can push yourself even more. 
But you never so, told me that. You just did it. That's the difference. So, all right. <laughs> and we went for a run. And, you know, as we're going for this run, you know, I was just like, okay, so there's this hill. It's going to be kind of tough. So we're going down it. Everything. When you're going down the hill, it's easy. Going up the hill is the one that's a killer. And uh, <laughs> you had made a comment. What was the comment? You made a comment. I, I forget what the comment was. But the only thing that I remember, I was just like, okay, well, if he feels like he can keep up, then I guess. Well, I said, no, I literally said I can keep up with you. I'm like, oh, man, this isn't too bad. I can keep up with you. Oh, yes, yes. And I was like, yeah, all right. Well, if you feel like you can keep up, all right, we're going to pick up the pace now, all right? Yeah. All right, cool. Stay. All right, okay. We're going up this hill. <laughs> but it wasn't, but that's my, that's the point that I'm trying to make, man, is that it's not that you were like, again, maracas, jazz hands, or pom poms. It's, it's the fact that you said, okay, cool. You reached a milestone. Awesome sauce. Next. I want to pick up the pace a little bit. So can you catch up with me then? And it was harder. I'm not used to running in Georgia. Pressure is different. Hills everywhere you go. It's not flatland Florida. Nope. And here I am. But that's – you didn't just cheer me on. You cheered me on by going – by the acknowledgement. But you pushed my limits. So don't feel bad. I'm just letting you know and letting people know that that's pretty that, – that is a pretty vital uh, – that was a very vital and prevalent um, day because that also included 300 push-ups that I felt like were just never going to end. So I'm not going to keep on going. I have examples after examples, and we could be here all day talking about them. But you keep me accountable, and you are – you have enthusiasm about my yeah. journey. Yes. We talked about this. You you have you have reminded me time and time again. Don't come up here until you have a plan. And the plan was to have school and figure out exactly what I was doing. Because you said the next time you come up here, you better have a plan. And it wasn't for your benefit, but it goes right back to what you just said. And I love it. Adler, I love you, man. You know, you're a brother to me. You are somebody I attach my dreams and my goals to. This podcast, I've attached you to it. Becoming a nurse and going through the season of my associate's degree right now, I've attached you to it. My book, you've pushed me every... I could go on a whole list. My book, just a couple weeks ago. Dude, you've been talking about it. you just been keep talking about it. When are you going to just put it out there? It's not like you're trying to be a ding-dong about it. You're just like, dude, you've been talking about it. Get it out there. And something you used to say is, get your book out and then people will hear you. And it's like, it's time to get this book out. So I've attached you to these goals and dreams that I have. And it's big, man. And I, and I appreciate that a lot. And it just shows you that interpersonal relationships are literally interpersonal. Personal relationships are not the same. I think people get that mixed up. Personal and interpersonal. Interpersonal is inner. It's people that are within your inner circle. Mm -hmm. Personal relationships are people that you have that you know that are personal to you. Like personal, but they're not like, they're superficial almost. A little past superficial. But beside the point, Adler, there's something that we want to share with everybody. This week is a special week. This is a special week for us, a special week for the podcast. Yes. And what are we celebrating this week? Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to us. That's right. So what is this week? It's our birthday. And I'm excited. 
January 8th. January 8th. Man, it's Friday. Friday's our birthday, one year, and... What are we doing? There's something special we're doing for the people. What are we doing? We are doing something special. We are doing a raffle. Now, remind me, are we doing it just that day or are we doing it for the whole month? We're doing it for the whole entire month, even though it, is, it starts on that day, but we're doing it for the rest of the month where, Finn, what are we doing? So basically, we have only one slot for one person, one person. to win a prize. And everybody loves this four-letter word. F-R-E-E. Free. Pom-poms. Maracas. Who knows? Special. Whatever else I'm twirling around. The authentic. Yes. We, I'm just excited for this because we did a raffle a couple months ago and we did a giveaway and that was awesome. We gave out t-shirts. Five winners. This is one prize, one person, one winner with a gift box from the best you nation. You don't want to miss this. I'm telling you guys the reason why. This is a uh, this is a, a a pretty much a January special. We are only going to select one winner. We don't have the full details yet, but we will post that on our social media. So make sure I'm telling you, you do not want to miss this. Make sure to follow us at the Best You Nation. You must follow because mm-hmm. if you don't, you're not going to know how to win and possibly what you may win. We haven't decided if we're going to announce that or not. But I guarantee you, you're going to want to follow because there's no other prize that you can win that's as amazing as ours. And I know that's biased, but I'm just being honest. We're a little bit biased, but that's just because this is uh, its going to be an awesome prize. This so, is our baby, man. This is one year old. This is our baby. Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> of course, guys, as always, it's 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 great to um, get a chance to link up with you, talk with you, and you know to see you, Finn, as well. Um, it's 2021, and this is the um, first episode for uh, for us in our new season. It's a new year, and we're being the best versions of ourselves. That's right. Let me share with you before we leave, guys. The law of the rubber band. The law of the rubber band is a rubber band is only being used when it's being stretched. So don't sit there uh, and let another year pass you by without going and accomplishing something. All right. Yeah, the cor- coronavirus happened. It's here. It's there. It hasn't been co- completely eradicated, but we still have, we owe it to ourselves to go after our goals. So that's right. Rubber band and stretch yourself because a rubber band is only being used when it's being stretched. This man. Love it. All right, All right guys. Love you. Peace out. And we will see you on a brand new episode next week.